Well, with a winter storm watch out there now for Saskatoon, Regina, and basically the central and southern part of the province, highways could be a danger zone. If you have to head out this weekend, keep an eye on the highway hotline. That winter storm watch is in effect and will be, it sounds like, for the better part of the weekend. And a busy weekend, too, for this to be happening. Montana's Briar starts up today. A lot of people will be traveling uh, into Regina to be checking that out. The 71st Annual Saskatoon Wildlife Federation Sports and Leisure Show is happening today and tomorrow at Prairieland Park in Saskatoon. That draws a big crowd and audience. So, yeah, take care on the highways if you are uh, heading out and about. Well, we've been following this story. You and I have talked about this a fair bit over the last couple of weeks. The notion of emergency shelters in a city, Saskatoon is the city that we're talking about, but these really are going to be probably a reality in numerous cities in the province. And so while we're talking about Saskatoon right now, I think it's probably fair to say that most cities are taking note because this is something that could affect them in the very near future. In a Saskatoon City Council meeting on Wednesday, a motion was brought forward to create a buffer zone between any shelter and elementary schools in response to that proposed shelter location in Sutherland. That got a lot of traction. Remember, we talked with Councillor Darren Hill about that. We had Zach Jeffries on the show yesterday, a city councillor for Ward 10, who brought the motion forward to create that buffer. And, of course, swift action of council shut down the proposed shelter on the east side of the city. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just won't be happening in the old fire hall. But people are critical that the west side wasn't given the same consideration. Pastor Robert Pierce with Fairmont Baptist Church in Fairhaven feels their community has been ignored and abandoned by Saskatoon City Council. He was present at the council meeting on Wednesday, and he joins us live this morning. Pastor, thanks so much for being here. Uh, Evan, thank you for having me this morning. So you were at the council meeting on Wednesday. It was proposed the shelter in Sutherland was effectively shut down. What was your perception of that overall meeting? Uh, well, I was actually there to speak to um, a motion by Darren Hill, who actually went through the appropriate process of filing a notion at last month's meeting that what could be discussed at this meeting and people could speak to it. And I was speaking to, this is the first actual motion that was about us and wanting to understand what is happening here. Uh, and so I, w- I spoke to it and I asked for two amendments. And, and it was about making sure the data range is, is better to get a better picture. And it was about making sure that there's public consultation because we know the police stats are not truly indicative of what is happening here for, for a variety of reasons. So both uh, Councillor Hill and Councillor Purdy were, were receptive to picking up on that ask, and they went ahead and, and moved on those things. And so what killed me is as we were sitting there listening to that motion being debated, this took over an hour. This was a very straightforward motion, and and yet everybody had to speak to it and want to include other people. This is the first time it was something about us, and, and it is about us and what we're experiencing. And so I watched for over an hour as this was discussed, and I couldn't help but think, you know, in my ministry, I, I've dealt with dysfunctional families who are more functional than what was happening in that council chamber. But after that motion was decided, we all left. And here's the thing. Uh, on, on Friday... Uh, Councillor Jeffrey put on Twitter for X that he was going to make this notice of motion and he included the 250 meters uh, as a school zone buffer from being from a shelter. And a lot of us in our community raised a concern about that. We contacted him directly. I know we spoke to a number of people from our community 
And we showed him evidence and pictures and everything that schools that are like seven to 800 meters away are encountering real problems with a shelter in a residential community. So if, if a school, elementary school, is going to be a critical factor in determining distance from a shelter, we can't ignore the evidence that already exists where something is already in place. Pastor Robert Pierce is my uh, guest this morning, Fairmont Baptist Church pastor and uh, leader of the community in Fairhaven to try and deal with some of the issues they've experienced as a result of the shelters. So, uh, sorry, you were in the middle of talking about you're, you're not happy with the way in which this motion that Councillor Jeffries brought forward happened. Well, I think the reality of it is a reasonable person would have looked at the looked at the information that, that a community that's already experienced this for such a long period of time was providing and probably would have wanted to take, do some due diligence and, and do some investigation and, and figure out if this is the right motion. Instead, what we got is we didn't get a notice of motion. What we got was every single city councillor waiving consent. So in other words, it wouldn't be in the public notifications. There wouldn't be able to be any public speaking to it at all. It is literally an item that the entire city is locked out of from being a part of the discussion. And to me, that's a really underhanded way to do business, especially on something that is so important and so definitive. And and at the heart of the discussion, what, what I'm guessing you would have wanted the opportunity to speak to is that buffer zone and, and how big it is. Is that, you know, it ended up being 250 meters, but arguments could be made that, you know, you could be 750 out and there still could be challenges. Is that is that correct? I had already been starting to prepare speaking notes for it. Yes, absolutely. I think that number is very arbitrary. In fact, that's a very specific number. And in my opinion, from what I can see, it meets a very specific agenda. And, and what, what agenda do you think that is, Pastor? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be a conspiracy theorist or, or anything along that lines. But what I'll, I'll put it to you this way. When that motion passed, Councillor Jeffries knew about the real impact that was happening at our elementary schools at further distances from the shelter here. And he chose to ignore that. We know this whole thing has come about. The Sutherland shelter has come about. The third location that is decided, I know it's decided because I know friends in ministry who have shared with me that the mustard seed already has that information. I don't know where it is. They've never divulged it to me. They, they are holding their confidentiality. But I do know that that's already decided, and they haven't even announced it yet. So we have a clear and present situation where continually city council refuses to do due diligence. They refuse to do a study. They refuse to do public engagement. Instead, they make decisions behind closed doors, and they force their decisions down our throats and ensure that there's nothing we can do about it. We're chatting this morning with Pastor Robert Pierce from the uh, Fairmont community who has been, uh, sorry, the Fairhaven community with the Fairmont Baptist Church who uh, have been really leading the charge on trying to get a handle on some of the challenges the community's facing as a result of the wellness center, the emergency shelter that, that exists there. We had a few people text in yesterday, Pastor, that said they feel like this is an east side versus west side of Saskatoon issue. There are some areas of the city that council is less tolerant of problems and other areas where they are more passive in trying to handle them. Is that, do you think that's a fair statement? Evan, I think in all honesty, I've spoken to a number, a lot of people actually. And the reality of it is, is how are we to take that? You're literally ignoring 
that the safety and concerns of children in our community experiencing something at greater distances for the sake of another community, right, they get far more consideration, far more um, concern about their safety, and their decision happened in three weeks. We've been at this 480 days. I mean, even poor counselors when they were debating this said the Fairhaven situation is a dramatic failure, that, that things are terrible over there, and they've done nothing to correct it. So, I, I mean, how are we supposed to take that? I mean, I, in all honesty, our community feels like we need to be protected from our own city council. Okay. You know what I want to do? I'm going to call an audible here. I'm going to take a break because I've got a lot more that I want to ask you. I want to get into what you think needs to be done. I also want to get into the discussions that you've had with Chief Arcan because I know the two of you have talked not just through social media, but, but in person as well. Um, and I, I want to talk a little bit about that. Are you good to stick around if we take a break and come back? Absolutely. Okay. Pastor Robert Pierce is my guest. We're talking about the emergency shelter situation in Saskatoon. More on this when we come back on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Well, good morning and thanks so much for joining us. If you are just joining us, we're chatting with Pastor Robert Pierce of the Fairmont Baptist Church in Saskatoon's Fairhaven area. Fairhaven, of course, has been dealing with a lot of challenges over the last couple of years to do with the wellness center, the emergency shelter that is set up there. And as a result, uh, things were heated at City Council on Wednesday. Pastor Pierce uh, joining us uh, live from Saskatoon right now. So on Wednesday, Pastor, did you and Chief Arcand have the opportunity to chat? I know you were both at the council meeting. It's I would say the, the relationship has been challenged over the last uh, few weeks in through the media, social media. Were you able to have a conversation? Um, you know what? It was interesting. Yes, we at City Council yesterday morning, we sat for 20 minutes, and uh, about 20 minutes, and it was a very uh, civil discussion. It was an ability for each of us to share our perspective of what's going on. Um, I did, uh, I, I mean, he did, he certainly shared uh, the information about, you know, funding and, and how it's inadequately funded and what have you. And And I reiterated that, you know, our problem as a community is we have been told so many promises and never seen them come. We've been told so many things, and here we are. Problems just continue. And at this point, you know, it's not just once bitten, twice shy. It's like we've been mauled, right? And we want, like, to us, the, the only response at this point, and I made this at council yesterday, if there, there needs to be a complete uh, long-term solution for complex needs, that's outside of residential communities. And social services needs to manage the bed spaces of all the shelters in the community so that we're not inundated with people looking for a bed. Pastor, this this is where I want to I want to get to this next is basically the recommendations. And so when I had Chief Mark Arcand on the show uh, from the Saskatoon Tribal Council, of course, they are the ones that operate that that uh, wellness center. He, he talked a lot about the incredible results that they've had with different families. They've been able to find homes for people. I, I think we can probably all agree, and I'm, I'm asking if this is your opinion as well. It's not really about what's going on in the shelter. In the shelter is good. It's the challenges that are happening outside. We're hearing about, you know, reduction of property values, crime and social issues, public drug use, uh, those types of things. It's, it's what's going on outside the shelter that's causing the challenge for you in the community. Absolutely. Um, you know, Chief Arcan has said uh, he's not responsible for anything that happens outside the community. 
And I chatted with him about that, and I told him, you know, it would be really great, though, if you could show us that you cared about what's going on inside the community. We, we don't believe you're responsible for it. We believe this is a greater issue, right? Uh, and if that's about funding, then let's talk about funding, right? Like, I, I've, I've been saying all along, we need to invest in people, and that's going to be expensive. Right. right? It's, it's all, when you invest in people, it's going to be expensive, but it's our only way out of this mess. In the five minutes that we have left, I want to touch on a couple of things. Um, let's sure. talk about what you think needs to happen going forward, not for new shelters, but for the one in Fairhaven. Well, I, I did explain it to Chief Arcand. I, I do believe our only stand at this point has to be uh, we want it closed for the you know at, as an end result. Um, as a community, we do have kind of a ninety day set of four goals that that we've been um, making public, and and I will say you know those ninety day goals are about us being reasonable and just not wanting to slam a door shut in, in the homeless spaces or whatever. We we actually care about these people. We really do. So why not, Pastor, can I just interject for for a sure. second? Why not then, uh, instead of lobbying for it to be closed, because it sounds like the work inside is going well, it's the outside part that's a problem. Uh, Chief Arcand agrees. You and him had the opportunity to talk about it. It comes down to a lack of funding. Why not then lobby for better funding to ensure that it takes care of the outside problem as opposed to shutting it down completely? Well, you know what? One of the things we talked about is, is this actually the right location as well, being in a residential community? Because we're not seeing people with complex needs being addressed outside of residential communities and that proper vetting being able to take place before people even arrive in the community, and the fact that we don't have social services actually managing this process, there's no residential community that's going to be safe. Like This is just going to be a repeated set of failures. And I know there are some success stories coming out of the shelter. I know there is some good work. The FCC does some great work in this city. It, and this, isn't, this isn't an attack about anybody in particular. I think the problems, the funding is a part of the problem, but location is also a part of the problem. So in your letter, the open letter that you wrote to, to the Premier, uh, you talk about where you think locations should be chosen. You, you talk, Expand on that for us. I just think, you know what, at the end of the day, nobody has done any due diligence. Nobody has done any study. Nobody has done or investigated anything. Nobody has done public consultation about how people feel about this and, and, and where is an appropriate place. We started throwing something in the middle of a, of a residential community, and it's a social experiment. That, that's what this has been. It really has been. And you know what? Learn from our pain. Learn from the mistakes. Let's develop a model that works. But until that actually happens and until we see those other things happening, we as a community can't trust anybody. Like, like that trust is gone, right? And when the city council makes a decision like this, man, it's almost like they've declared war on our community. Mm-hmm. You know, I've advocated on uh, on the air and even back in my time as chief of police that I think the province needs to lean into secure treatment facilities for some of these most extreme complex needs. And I can't help but notice that that was also part of your letter. It is. It is. I really do believe, I, I think it's it's really sad that our society looks at solutions, like like looks at the most vulnerable people in our society and says, we don't want you to overdose. But it's okay if you slowly inject toxins into your bloodstream that damage your heart and your kidneys and, and every other vital organ so that you eventually die. 
like to me that's that's really kind of diabolical right like if we care about people I, I i mean i'm old enough that i recall a time when if somebody couldn't take care of themselves if somebody was going to harm themselves or others they were committed to long-term care it wasn't an option they went through a hearing and they were committed and it's like, where where did we stop caring enough about people to make sure that they can actually have a real opportunity for recovery? Pastor Robert Pierce is my guest this morning. So we've only got about 30 seconds left. I saw on social media yesterday uh, people speculating that you were running for mayor. So I wanted to make sure while I had you on here, is politics in your future? Um well, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that people would think that, but um, I, I am not running for mayor. I am categorically saying that I am not running for mayor. I am running for city council in Ward 3. And it's based, um, I'm assuming, based heavily on trying to straighten out this issue. Um, well, you know what? It's based on the fact I've had a lot of people asking me to do it. It's based on the fact that I believe um, the most marginalized and, and vulnerable people in our city need a voice on city council. And, of course, our community needs to be represented and have somebody in a place that can actually speak to our issues truthfully and knowledgeably and is willing to fight. You Pastor, know, for, thank yeah. you very much. Sorry, we're we're up against the clock here. So thank you yeah. for your time today. I appreciate you uh, helping us understand the work that uh, you and citizens in the uh, Fairhaven community are doing. Um, no doubt this will continue to be a conversation, but we appreciate giving your perspective. Evan, can I say one more thing? You've got 10 seconds, yes. i got 10 seconds. All right. This is not an East versus West scenario. This is an entire city having a city council that is really pretty much an enemy to everybody because if they do it to us and they do it to Sutherland, they'll do it to anybody. And I wanted the people Saskatoon to know at our rally yesterday, it was people from Sutherland who were also there. It was people from other communities who were also there. So we want to rally the city together. We want to see unity in the city. Thanks for your time this morning, Pastor. Thank you. Pastor Robert Pierce from Fairmont Baptist Church in Fairhaven talking about the ongoing shelter challenges in Saskatoon. Well, John Gormley is my guest. Next, we're going to talk about our Prime Minister who passed away yesterday and what John remembers in the time that they spent together. We'll talk with John next on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.